Hello, everyone. Hopefully you're having and or had a wonderful day today. If you're new here, welcome. You made it just in time for season three. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is going to be the final episode of the season from where I'm sitting at. It looks like we've done 36 episodes, including this one total for the season. So that is 36 weeks of episodes for the season. I think a year is 52 weeks, so we definitely cleared over half of a year of episodes. The way I do it is I don't do it like from January all the way until however 36 weeks out, however many months that is. I don't I don't know the math like that, but I usually try I usually try to start in the um, middle of the year and then we kind of cross over midway through and I try to get the first half of the year and that's exactly what we did for season three. Um, today's episode is going to be kind of a bit of catching up again. It's going to be another solo dolo episode. Um, I'll talk about ThriftCon, talk about some other things that I experienced, and then I'll talk about some like subtle ways to improve your style. But if this is your second time listening in a row, if you're listening to back-to-back episodes and you haven't already given us a five-star review, please feel free to give us a five-star review. Um, And before we kind of get into like catching up and things, if you're like, no, Drew, like I don't want the uh, podcast to stop. Uh, Season three was great. Like I said, it was a lot of fun recording all the episodes I did. There were a lot of gems within this season. And in addition to that, Um, the podcast is always going through a metamorphosis. It's never dying, but it's always changing, right? That's, that's kind of the mindset I have with the pod. And right now, as of today, uh, today's April 27th, the day before this goes live, um, the podcast makes $0 and zero cents. I make all the episodes for the love of the game. And, uh, I just enjoy having conversations and I enjoy talking about fashion and talking about things other than fashion as well here on the podcast. So for season four, a couple of ideas that I have when it comes to the next season are for one, a potential name change. Um, I know season three, there was also a name change, but I feel like I want more people to experience the podcast and by making it a fashion focused podcast, which it'll always be in a sense, but having the name be fashion focused and not be individual focused. Like, I don't know the, when I think about the best podcast, I think about uh, anything goes with Emma Chamberlain or the Joe Rogan experience or uh, just other things. I want to be able to kind of have a better name than beyond the garment with Drew Joyner. If you caught that there, like, I added uh, with Drew Joyner, the podcast used to be called the Beyond the Garment podcast. And I added Beyond the Garment with Drew Joyner because, you know, obviously Emma Chamberlain and her podcast is incredibly popular. And I don't know, I was trying to tap into maybe some kind of magic that she obviously puts out on a weekly basis. Um, But we'll see. I can't anticipate what the exact changes will be for season four. It could be the cover image. It could be the microphone setup. It could be the fact that, you know, I've been doing audio only and we do some video only or do a combination of video. Um, But regardless, season four is going to be a lot of fun. And season three was a lot of fun. And it's going to be good to take a nice little break here reinvigorate the juices for my interest in in interviewing and having time to interview and 
doing all the things and kind of accumulating experiences over the next couple of months here. I think for season four, we'll probably start the launch date of the podcast will probably be uh, July or August or maybe even potentially a bit later, maybe even September or something like that, because I do and hopefully anticipate moving at some point, which is going to be a lot of fun. And I'll document all of that on YouTube and whatnot. But regardless, it's been a great great season three once again and i appreciate you all so much for the season let's do a little bit of catching up let me talk about my week in review and just kind of give you guys a rundown of what i've been up to right now your boy is dog tired and i don't know if it's because too much screen time like i'm not like tired in the sense that like oh man like i could take a nap right now i just feel like groggy you know what i mean if you spend too much time on the screen if you work on a computer like Maybe that's what it is. And also, it's been nice here in Denver, but I've just been literally cooped up, like editing, filming nonstop, whether it be like personal projects, like uh, different branded things that I'm working on um, or just other work related things. I've just been on the screen a lot. Um, but I, I did have the opportunity to go to ThriftCon, which was last weekend. I think it was the weekend of I think 420 was like on a Wednesday and then on like the 23rd is when or 20 some was was ThriftCon in Denver which is cool cuz I think ThriftCon is based here in Denver I had never been before so maybe if you didn't have that context there's that I had never been to ThriftCon before and it was it wasn't that like what I would anticipate ThriftCon to be at um I would think that for Denver it would be at the convention center if you don't know like in Colorado we have uh, we have a, you know, we have a decent city. We have a, we have decent facilities and the convention center is definitely one of those like places and facilities that just has a lot of space and you can host events in there. But apparently not apparently actually what was going on is that sneaker con was going on at the same time as thrift con. So sneaker con rented out the convention center and thrift con was at the Denver Western complex which is also another place I've never been to. Colorado is a Western state, you know, um, it's kind of, it's, it's near, it's, it's in the West of the U S okay. It like, there's a Western vibe to Colorado, the mountains, the open range and the Denver Western complex is the place where they like, they hold rodeos and horse races and things like that. Um, and then there's a building adjacent to it. And that's where ThriftCon was to give you a visualization. Um, and ThriftCon was a, was a lot of fun. I went, I went with Lauren and, um, when we first got there, it was packed, man. It was overwhelmingly packed. We didn't get there early. We got there mid-afternoon. I think it ends at five. We probably got there around two or three o'clock. Um, and it was, it was packed around two or three o'clock. In fact, it was so packed. Lauren put a mask on um, just because it was so many people in there. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to put a mask on too. It's just so, it's so, it's so busy in here. Like, and there was not that much airflow. Um, but that's not what you guys care about. You guys care about the clothing, <laughs> um, but that, that helps paint the scene a little bit. It's just a bit of an overwhelming kind of moment. But for my first time at ThriftCon, it was really cool to see that there was such a large community of people who care about vintage clothing, thrifted clothing and, and fashion in that capacity, especially in Colorado. I ran into some, fami- can I talk? I ran into some familiar faces. Um, Tyler Mon, who uh, you guys don't know him, but when I played Division One basketball, he announced our basketball games. He was there, uh, basically our our Division One announcer or like broadcaster. I saw him, and he actually thrifted a 1990s University of Denver NCAA tournament hat, which is sick because that's he works at DU right now still. 
Um, he's a grown man, and uh, he still broadcasts the games, which is cool. Ran into ran into some other like you know people that I other creatives that I've known and met before. Um, it was really cool to see. Like I said, just all the love in the city of Denver towards me as well, or in in the, in the state of Colorado. Um, people were coming up to me asking, "Yo, Drew, can we get a photo?" and things like that. And that was a really special moment for myself. And it just goes to show that the work that I'm putting in here on the podcast on social media, the videos I'm creating are hopefully providing value to a lot of people. Um, Lauren and I were, were really overwhelmed and at no point were we anticipating going to ThriftCon and trying to buy really anything. Our wardrobes are pretty set for the spring. We don't really need that much more in our closet. Um, I'll talk about that a little bit later too when it comes to subtle ways to improve your style. But for me, like I have, I've gone vintage shopping as you guys have seen on YouTube. I've done my thrift trips and I'm pretty satisfied with my wardrobe for this season. And honestly, with the amount of clothing that uh, people try to force my way. <laughs> I, I don't need any more clothing unless it's like something that's really, really special or I want, or I want to support a homie or, or a brand. I really believe in what they're doing or something is just so beautiful that like, you know, you get those like butterfly feelings about the piece. Right. Um, so yeah, ThriftCon was awesome. Um, I actually also ran into Jacob Starr. If you guys know who that is, Jacob Starr is another YouTuber. He predates my channel by a lot. I think he told me he started YouTube 11 years ago. And he's just one of those like OG YouTubers, OG creatives who uh, is big on the vintage thrift scene now. But even beyond that, he, you know, when I first learned about him, I was watching YouTube videos all about Supreme and like how to cop Supreme. And he was doing all the Supreme guides. So look him up, Jacob Starr. He's a, he's a pretty well-known YouTuber. Give him his flowers, give him his love. I took some photos with him, talked to him for like an hour and a half, which was really special because he's been a uh, I've been a big fan of his for a while and um, he'll be in town for a little bit. So maybe we'll do something more, maybe grab a meal, maybe create some more content and you guys will see him as well. But yeah, he was a super chill dude. His story is crazy. I'll probably get him on the podcast for season four as well. For season four, I'm still going to be doing guest interviews and stuff. But uh, yeah, he he definitely was a really interesting person I met. What else happened at ThriftCon? You know, it was just a nice experience. I think that if ThriftCon comes to your city, I would give it a I would give it a check, you know what I mean? It was a lot of a lot of younger people, which is cool. Like the older you get, the more you realize how like the ages of 18, 19 and 20 just they look like kids. And even though I'm still like I'm just 25 myself, but when you're a younger person and I'm sorry to say this, if you're like 20 years old listening to this or 18 or or younger, 16, 15, as a 25-year-old, I I view you uh, like strongly as a kid and it, that's just the way it is because there's so much more learning and growth to do and there there are those who are 15 16 17 18 19 who are very mature for their age but then there are those who aren't and they those ones really stand out and there were a couple of those characters at thriftcon but it, it's, it was all good and the vibes were good um, Denver's warming up so like the weather was great only problem I had with ThriftCon at the Denver Western Complex was there wasn't that much air conditioning so they had like the doors open um, which was like an interesting way to keep things cool and I don't know it was, it was a bit musty in there with all the all the vintage clothing but it was it was good it was a good time I enjoyed it full full and full I enjoyed it another thing that kind of is fun that I'm starting to get into or I did my first, had my first game, if you guys are curious, is um, 
I would love to get back into basketball. That's probably what some of the people, some of you guys are thinking because I'm a basketball player. But actually, Lauren and I are doing a um, like volleyball league, right? And I'm not like, you know, a volleyball pro or anything like that. It's just kind of something fun to do um, in the park. Nice days. We had our first game. We, we lost our first game, won our second game. That first game, that first game was horrendous. I'll tell you that right now. Your boy was spiking that thing everywhere except for where it needed to go. Um, the ball, I forgot, it hurt your forearm a little bit more than I remembered. And Lauren and I were both, you know, complaining about the pain a little bit. But after that first game, we kind of got our bearings about us and we came back in one game too. That was a lot of fun. And it's fun being able to do things outside that are not just so serious right not like sometimes because fashion has become my job like even though I love fashion I enjoy it I do it all the time I would do it every day for the rest of my life um and talk about it for the rest of my life it's nice to be able to have your guard down and just do something that you're not good at and and let it be active as well and just talk and just have a good time dance and and just, just enjoy yourself so I don't know if this is like a word to the a word to anyone who is looking for a summer activity if you have parks or if you have like groups or things that you can get involved in whether they be basketball or volleyball or soccer or a football or american football whatever it is like i highly recommend getting involved i'm i'm mix, i'm looking forward to the rest of this season just because it was just fun uh being out there and for an outfit check for the volleyball i've been wearing i've been wearing my new balance 990 v4s a ton for uh athletic uh activities so i've even been working out in the 990 v4s and i brought them out for volleyball perfect for that like great sneakers i feel really good in those shoes and i've had them for four years now it's it's awesome they're really holding up so if you're looking for like a nice all-around shoe i think the 990 v4 i've talked about them before on several occasions uh, I love I love those shoes. I talked about the 990 V4 before. That's a rhyme. I, I need to use that uh, more or if not all the time. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. And then the last thing I want to kind of like talk about in terms of catching up is the Courier, Courier, Courier magazine feature. I believe it's Courier or Courier. Regardless, your boy was featured in a magazine. So when all of the kind of like Google stuff was going on, which is happened in, in March uh, and, and then bled into to April, obviously, um, I was also like juggling multiple projects. I was also being interviewed and, and asked about for a magazine and Courier magazine or Courier magazine is one of the more prominent ones. I think they have throwing fits in there in the same edition that I'm in and they have a couple other people in there. And I felt so honored to be a part of that. Um experience. I'd never been in a magazine before. Um, I'm trying to and continue to try to be as humble as possible and focus on, you know, what really matters, which is the value that I bring with the content that I have. But it's been a really special 2023 in the last two and a half months. Uh, The year is early for me. Um, And hopefully, you know, I don't mean to brag by any means at all. Hopefully it's a a source of inspiration for yourself to remind yourself that, you know, you yourself can also achieve these things. If you uh, put yourself out there, you uh, are consistent, you work very, very diligently and work hard. 
Um, I know if you're a school, if you're in school, if you have projects, you're a student, like obviously like what you're working towards are the grades and your projects and your tests. Um, but if you're an adult or if you have aspirations to achieve things outside of school, which eventually all of us do and all of us have, I think it's important to um, also celebrate those moments that uh, that are victories. And, um, but you know, at the same time, I'm not trying to be a braggadocious, cocky person. That's not in my nature at all. Um, and in saying that, I wonder if someone's like, well, if you're not braggadocious or cocky, why do you have to say it? You make a good point, okay? Those are just the thoughts in my head right now. But I'm feeling very, very thankful for for Courier magazine for the feature. I still need I still need to get a copy, Courier. I don't have a copy. I just have the photos. So yeah, peep I peep the photos on Instagram. Pick up a copy if you um if you want to. Courier is spelled C O U R I E R, uh, Courier or is it Courier? I honestly I can't remember. But I, I have heard of them before and have seen them before. They're pretty they're pretty well known, which is cool. Um, not me butchering the name and being in the magazine. That is just that is just so unprofessional, Drew. <laughs> All right, for the last segment of the season three finale episode, I want to talk about some subtle ways to improve your style. Um, recently, I've been looking at okay, my style feels really good. I feel like of all the clothing that I own, um, I could wear the clothing that I have and only wear 20, no, maybe not 20, like 40% of it for the rest of my life if I really like thought about it like that. You know what I mean? And there's just like subtle things that I would add. Um, and one of the subtle things I added to my wardrobe was the addition of a new belt. Kind of guys, uh, I, I picked up the A Kind of Guys Arvada belt and it's this really beautiful full leather belt that has just... Uh, amazing design details on it it's kind of has this like more blocky look but it also has like circular western patterns to it if you're curious about what it looks like i have a video about it on tiktok and on instagram uh showcasing it um and before that belt i used a reversible belt that my dad had given me from the time i was probably in high school 13 or 14 years old if I'm not mistaken, and the reversible belt, it wasn't broken, and there's nothing wrong with it, you can tell it's like cracking a little bit where the uh, belt holes are, but I don't know, I thought it would be fun to kind of play with form, play with textures, play with accessories, and upgrade the belt that I have from the reversible belt to this a kind of guy's belt, by no means does it mean I'm get, getting rid of that belt uh, that my dad gave me, um, it still holds up, I'm still going to use it, probably a lot more than the a kind of guy's one, but yeah, I think belts and just ways to cinch in your pants or your dresses or outfits is a really creative way to um, improve your style subtly. Another thing I want to mention, this is a kind of a callback to ThriftCon. This was kind of, I don't know if I would do this, but it was interesting. And Lauren and I definitely looked at this person. There was this guy who, I don't know how he did it, but he had, maybe maybe he had piercings on his cheek or maybe he pinned his cheek or maybe he put tape on his cheap cheek. But it was a guy who had like these bows on his cheek. And I don't know, I didn't like the way he did it, honestly. Um, but I've seen a lot of women do it really well. Like uh, Louisa Cordelli, I believe is her name. Um, she implements bows into her outfits really, really nicely. And I think it looks like really, really beautiful. Her outfits are really well done. I'm getting a lot of inspiration from her, actually. Uh, Louisa. I don't know if I said her last name correctly, but um, you can go to my following list on Instagram if you're very curious. 
But regardless, I think for women's wear, and if you're the type of guy who likes having bows and different more, I would say, like feminine leaning aspects of of clothing to your wardrobe, I would say bows is another like subtle way to improve your style. Uh, random thought, a little bit of a digression, but yeah, belts are definitely a good one because, you know, if you have pants, like I've been very much so into, as you guys know, Japanese selvage denim, and I hold all of my pants up with a belt. Um, and it's just a nice subtle way to like people will notice it and be like, okay, this outfit is more put together. We don't know why. Oh, it might be the belt. Oh, it could be the next thing, which is headwear. Uh, I want to talk about like bandanas, for example. If you're not a bandana type, there's a lot of ways to style a bandana. And it's a, and to me, it's another subtle way of improving your style. Bandanas, whether you tie them on your head, tie them around your neck, tie them to a bag, uh, tie them to a pocket, whatever it is. Like there's a lot of like really fun ways to style bandanas, especially if you want to add like a pop of color to your outfit. And the cool thing about bandanas is, you know, besides the fact that, you know, if, if you're in a little bit of a dodgy area, you don't want to be affiliated with any groups or members or anything like that. But with bandanas, it's um you can personalize them. You can get them personalized, right? So like there are maybe if you've traveled somewhere, or maybe if you have a personal connection to a particular uh pop cultural reference or something like that you can get bandanas of that sort you can get them secondhand you can get them vintage and they are nice additions to wardrobe nice pop of color i wore mine last summer instead of like hats and things like that i tied a bandana around my head um i have kind of like a sonic the hedgehog way in which i do it and it looks kind of cool it's unthreading and it's fun um and i i just showed it off on another youtube video i did which was styling or 22 outfits for the spring slash summer so if you want to see how i do it you can look there of course um but yeah I'm, I'm even looking to experiment more with how to style bandanas without putting them on my head whether it be wrapping it around my neck i've seen that before almost as like a little bit of like a tie of some sort or putting it on my tote bag or like i said um, just having it kind of falling off different items that are a part of my wardrobe. I'm excited about bandanas. Next, another obvious one for the summer is sunglasses. Sunglasses, just if you can find some really cool sunglasses for the summer, whether they're thrifted or whether they're maybe even a cheapo pair of sunglasses um, and just kind of rock them and own them, I think they're just fun. Like it's a little bit of incognito mode. It's just fun. It, obviously, it protects from the sun a little bit. And sunglasses are a pretty obvious one in terms of a way to improve your style. It's not very subtle because it like sits right on your face. But the next one, I think, that is more subtle is pins, like pins and buttons. So I recently got a few pins from Bleeding, In Bleeding Indigo. I just picked up the HBT jacket and the HBT pants, and they threw in some pins as well. And what I decided to do is, because the pins were actually really cool, I took them and I put them on the collar of all of my herringbone twill fabric jackets. And I think it's a really subtly nice addition to the outfits like, like that you probably wouldn't see unless you're in person. Like you're not going to see it in, in photos. You're not going to see it in videos unless you do see it and it catches your eye. But like it's a very subtle thing. And I think pins and buttons, like if you explore that avenue, once again, you can find a ton that are vintage. And if you go to like your local like vintage or thrift store or whatever it may be in your region like there will be 
pin specific or button specific items for that region, which I think is cool. And it kind of tells a story when you maybe go to a different city or travel to a different country or something like that. And I think for the last element of a subtle way to improve your styles, I think it's important to keep fashion personal, right? With all of the kind of information that's being thrown at us on a day-to-day basis, weekly basis on social media, not that hard for your style to start looking like other people's style because there's just so much information that you're soaking in through your screen. It's, it's, it happens, right? Like you see the Adidas song, 50 times on TikTok or you see a particular New Balance or you hear me talk about the New Balance 990 V4 and all of a sudden you have a whole New Balance collection, right? There's nothing wrong with that at the same time, but you know, just try to keep things personal. And I think that is one of the most like, in terms of like not even buying things, like you can have a subtle or you can improve your style. You can improve your style subtly by just making sure that you keep the um, main focus of your style improvement to your actual personal interests, right? And that's what we'll end on for season three of the podcast. Like I said, I I thank you guys so much for all of the love uh, on the podcast, on Spotify and on Apple. This is a five-star podcast, which is awesome. And um, hopefully we can reach the biggest goal that I have for the podcast, which is a thousand uh, five-star reviews for the podcast. That would be amazing. A thousand reviews would be awesome. Or even if it's not five-star, just a a thousand reviews period would mean that, okay, we're getting some viewership. Um, I know on the back end that we get more than a thousand listeners, but not everyone reviews the episodes. So if you have the time, this is the season three finale. This is the last reminder for a good chunk of time here leave a five-star review. Let me know how you enjoyed the season. And uh, if you follow me on other platforms, I'll see you guys on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram soon. I see you guys every week there. And as always, we'll close out like this. As always, I'm spreading peace, love, and positivity in 2023. So that means I'm spreading peace, love, and positivity to you for me. Wherever you are in the world, have a wonderful rest of your day. Abianto. Peace.